Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. <clears throat> I have been greeting you from India over the past few months. It feels good to be greeting you from Sonoma now. I'm just going to take a few moments and go through the pages so at least I can see your smiling faces if you have your cameras on. If not, just keep smiling and stay in your comfort zone and be with the community. <clears throat> we have such a sweet family that's spread all over the globe. We may be in different places, but gathering like this, when our hearts and minds are aligned, we create beautiful energy. <clears throat> This is the first time I'm greeting you from Sonoma after being in India for three, four months. And then the jet lag and the trouble with the flights and this and that. And coming to this colder weather than in Varanasi. So the body is also adjusting on many levels, but seeing the love in your hearts and hearts of those who have been <clears throat> holding and keeping the ashram flame going, it just warms my heart that whether I am here or I'm in India, things can continue. And those who have stayed here and at Upasana, they have held it beautifully. Both ashrams look fantastic. <clears throat> After all the rain and here and at Upasana, many trees down, branches down, roads and electric going out. In middle of all this, they have held it together beautifully. So my heartful gratitude and blessings to those who have been holding both ashrams, not only in their mind, but in their heart and their efforts to keep it thriving. I was in India after three months, three years. 
and COVID and people just were distracted so much with this pandemic. <clears throat> I felt there was a need for a little boosting up the energy. So we opened up lots of projects, as you know, without a project, our energy kind of gets stuck and then it starts moving in all the wrong directions. And so many things have started there and people are inspired and they continue to take it further what I started with them. The main focus actually in India has been healthy habits. It's hard to maintain healthy habits where food is rich and delicious. It's hard to hold back. So <clears throat> at Amrit Sagar, first thing we did was we created a five feet wide trail all along the perimeter. And you do three rounds and it's 2.2 miles. So that was beautiful to wake up in the morning and just go to Amrit Sagar. Started with two or three people, but now there are 20 people going round and round in circle every morning. And that will continue to grow. And they're starting with membership. So they support it, they create it for themselves and use it. When we participate in creating something, building something, and then we use it, then it has a much richer experience. You have helped create this ashram here over the years and see how beautifully as a family we can sit and feel the love in so many hearts. All these ashrams, this ashram here, one in India, Upasana, this is all for us. And it has a very specific purpose. The main purpose of the ashram is to stay connected and work on your spiritual development. Ashram can only provide an environment and in that environment, if you come with the right bhav, right thought in your mind, you'll definitely feel held and nourished. Baba used to tell a story of the bumblebee and the dung beetle. 
they both look exactly the same. Bumblebee, black bee, that makes honey. And the dung beetle creates a hole under the dung dropping and lives in that hole. But they both look the same. So one day, the bumblebee was going to the valley of flowers to feast on some flowers, looked down, said, oh, there is one of my kind there. He descended, sat next to that dung beetle. He said, oh, that's where you live? I said, yes. He said, I'm going to the valley of flowers. Come with me. So the dung beetle said, yes, I'll come. They both took off, came to this valley of flowers, any kind of flowers so blooming and the weather was good. He said, look how many flowers are blooming here. Just sit on any and try to taste the nectar. They both sat down. After an hour, he looked at the dung beetle and said, so how is it? So oh, it tastes the same to me. He said, why? He said, oh, before we left, I just put a dung ball in my mouth for the fear of not having it there. So although I'm sitting on the flower, but I'm still working on that. He said, oh, fool, spit it out. Taste where you are. When he had him spit out the dung ball, he began to feast on the nectar and was intoxicated. Sunset, after the sunset, the flower closed and there was the dung beetle inside the flower. In the morning, the pujari of the temple next door came in and picked that flower and offered it on the head of the deity in the temple. There sitting inside the flower was the dung beetle. The dweller of the hole under the dung dropping was sitting on the crown of the deity. Baba used to tell this story many times and it really reminded us that when we go to a place like ashrams, we have to pay attention to the intention with what it was created. And we come there with that bhav, with that sentiment, and work on all those qualities that hidden, that are hidden latent within us. That's love, kindness, acceptance, 
to ourselves first. And most important, the focus is my spiritual practice. As Shannon was saying, Triratri is coming. This is the intention behind a place like Upasana. But Triratri, where you come and respecting what it is for, you spend your time there. This is what the ashram is here for. Ashram is not a community center. It's a place to come with leaving it all behind and engaging, seeing what is needed and stepping in quietly, holding that. That's how we create it together. And then it's there for us and it works uh, for what it was created. Sant darasako jaye taj mamta abhiman jyo jyo pag aage badhe koti yagya saman When we go to a, see a realized being, when we go to a temple or an ashram, taj mamta abhiman, we have to set aside our attachments and ego. Then every step we take in that direction is like performing sacred rituals. Why I'm saying this to you is because it's time now to come together. You have, we have been separated for so long with the pandemic and this and that and that. And now things are a little bit opening, people are relaxing. Do carve out a little time to be a part of it. Take advantage of what you have created. And there is a great need to work on our evolution. I'm not saying you have to come here to work on it. You can continue. Actually, I've been thinking about doing three ratris so people could do three ratris right from their home, but participate in the three ratri that is being held at Upasana or somewhere else. So but I would recommend if you can take a little time to be at the ashram, make a little effort for that. And distractions are many. Anything as becomes anything becomes as real as we want it to be. Wherever our thought is, wherever our mind is, that is our reality. The choice is ours. What we give importance to. Yes. The mind will be there with its four nooses, Sam, Dham, Dandabhed. The fourth one, the most important one, I'm different. I have a different story. 
I have a different reality. Well, then that's, it will be there. We do have the choice to choose. And the day we choose what is important, it will be important. That I believe in. The choice is ours. Keep your goal high. Nothing comes in between. Yes, the stories will be there, the dramas will be there, the struggles of life will be there, everything will be there. But if we get totally immersed just in that and forget the goal, then we can do better. That's all I can say. We can do better. And for that, in Kaliyuga, Satsang is very important. Satsang, the company we keep. And when we are in that company, this is also our responsibility. That yes, we have found like-minded people, but now what are we talking about? Are we the dung beetle story? We're bringing the dung ball and talk about that even in the ashram? or we are here to encourage, to inspire, to everybody who is sitting in the circle to think about that. So we create this. It's not somebody else can create creates it for me and I just come in and bliss out. We do have a responsibility. What do we talk about? What kind of things we encourage others to say? think, feel. So if we keep our focus there and gather either like this or in person, that focus should always be there. After returning from India, it becomes so much clear, even it's very clear, you know, here our life is so blessed. So blessed. And we do have the option, the opportunity to create, create something that really works for us. But it will require a little reining in on our mind. The mind will go, yes, but. But we have to stop, take a step back, take a deep breath. I was glad Shannon mentioned the focus of Triratri is stop, take a step back, take a deep breath. Then it works. But if you come there with your agenda, I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this, you busy yourself doing that and you miss out on what, what you are, where you are. So I would encourage you to, if you come, Really clear your plate and say, I'm really going to stop. And then it works. After Triratri, Navaratri is coming. So I wanted to touch on that too. Uh, 
start looking at the calendar, start clearing your calendar a little bit. And whether you are at home or in a company of those who want to do it together, maybe in your own town, maybe in your own place, if you have a friend that you think may want to participate with you, you could create the little sangha right in your place. And just morning and evening little meditations. It's a wonderful opportunity to introduce it to someone to sit. Whether they have a mantra or not doesn't matter. As long as you can commit yourself and in, have encouraged someone, okay, let's just during this uh, Navratri, we'll just sit for half an hour. Either in your place or their place, go in there, sit down, light a ghee lamp, and just sit quietly. Maybe encourage your family members that, okay, this is the Navratri time for nine days. We are all just going to do this. If nothing more, just taking out half an hour in the morning and in the evening and think about something higher than your usual thoughts. Please do not get caught into the rituals. If you don't know anything, doesn't matter. As long as you know, you have a pure heart and pure intention to be in the presence of the sacred. If you don't know what the sacred is, it's the peace in your heart. Peace in your heart. You are sitting there just to honor that. If we do not know how to honor that peace in our heart, we keep losing it over small things. Small things. If it's, an, if it's not our problem, we take on somebody else's problem and make it our own and lose our peace. There'll be no end of problems. If somebody frees themselves from one, next one will pop up. There is no end. So if our life is only focused on solving problems, either mine or somebody else's, we are missing out on something. Problems will be there. How to free ourselves from that? How to detach ourselves from that? And that's what the focus is at the ashram. I'm not saying I'm closing my eyes to all that. I know by closing your eyes, it doesn't go away. But at least it gives us a break from being overwhelmed all the time. And when we take that break, we connect with our strength. And when we are connected with our strength, we find energy to deal with it in a better way. Please understand, ashram is not here to solve our problems. 
Ashram is here to give us a break from our problems and connect you with your inner strength. That is through the teachings. If you have noticed, my teachings are very simple. Very simple. If I complicate it, give you too many rituals and this and that, that it will just become more burden on you. The simpler you keep, the deeper it will go. But our mind has a tendency to make things complicated. It wants more something to figure out that it can conquer. There is nothing to conquer. What we have to conquer is our need to conquer something. Keep it simple. As simple as you can. Bring that sweetness in your heart. Let that love generate from your heart for yourself, for those around you, towards your sangha, towards your mantra. How can you generate love for your mantra? Think about that. Mind is only focused on an image. It wants to love something that it can see, like your dog and your cat and your spouse and your child. But mantra also has a presence. To know that presence, you have to be still. You have to pull in in all the antennas of the senses be still and just say even thank you for being in my heart in my mind in the moments when nothing else is there each seed mantra of your mantra each seed syllable beach has a vibration Feel that vibration saturating your whole being. Let your imagination even join in that that vibration is spreading all over your body and rippling, giving us sense of joy. That imagination, sometimes we imagine all kinds of things. Why not imagine something that is there with you all the time? Through these kind of simple thoughts, just sitting, thinking of your mantra, feeling grateful for your mantra, for your guru, for the lineage, that at least this presence is in your life to hold you, to support you, to And 
this that has been handed down to you through this sacred lineage, it has a power. And if you don't feel it right away, let your imagination open that door for you. So your practice is simple, mantra practice. It but does require you to clearing it out, being by yourself or with the like-minded people, stay settled in simplicity. It's like the seed and seed will sprout in the right environment. The, what is the right environment? The right environment is the sutra, mantra sutra, thread, that's connection. Your love for the guru, your love for the ashram, your love for the sangha, your love for the fellow beings. And then you feel as if you are being held by a family, family of those who care about you and also family of the enlightened beings who are there to hold your back. In that environment, the seed sprouts. Anyway, I just wanted to greet you and prepare you for the time ahead. That's Triratri, Navaratri, and the I am here, Ashram is here to support you in any way I can. Please do reach out. Send an email if you have any questions, if you have any concern. And you will hear back from me. <clears throat> So at this moment, that's all I want to say. And I would love to hear what's on your mind. And it's just good to see you. Thank you all, Shannon. Thank you, Babaji. Um, if you'd like to speak with Babaji, you can let me know by chatting me. And you can also, if you'd like me to relay a question or a comment to Babaji, you can also chat me. Uh, so a question for Baba, would it be correct to say that the ashram is here to help us put things in perspective? Ashram is here just to connect you with your strength. And once you are connected, you will think put in your perspective. Ashram is here just to support you to connect with yourself. And that is through the practice, not through psychology. I'm not going to talk that. I will only talk to you about your practice and what you need to do to connect with your strength. The answer is within you. Uh, question on Purnima Havan. Is it okay to do the Havan in the daytime, in the morning? 
traditionally it is said it's nice to do havan in the night time because the moon is more visible so because it's a full moon so that's the way it has been mentioned but if you cannot do it in the night time you are taking a flight and you really want to do it then you can just just say oh moon i see you but traditionally it is uh, said to do it in the night and there's a question baba ji about uh tree ratri and its significance well tree ratri is something that i created for this day and age for knowing our limitations the real thing is navratri that is celebrated in india and in our ashrams that baba really put emphasis on so those are the twice a year for the seasons are changing the nine days of observance but i did re- i do realize that after being in the ashram for 30 years here that is very hard for people to take out 12 days from their busy life you got family you got jobs you got social obligations so it's not that easy for you but if it's so lots of people did not do anything so then i thought well something is better than nothing so keeping all the principles of navaratri we condensed it to 3 days and usually i like to even do it when moon is ascending so we have tried to keep the dates of triratri around that time when the moon is ascending because navratri is done with the ascendance of the moon so we have brought all the elements all the principles of navratri and condensed it for 3 days uh, during triratri so if you ask is it mentioned in the scriptures no it is not it's mentioned in the sonoma scripture uh let's see uh there's a comment thank you baba ji for straightening my mindset it is so good to be reminded about our practice and devotion I loved the parable of the bee and the dung beetle. And uh Jimmy has a question from the temple. Yes, Jimmy. Good morning, Bob. Good Bob. morning. I'll be down there. I'll be down there just after we are done. Okay, great. Um so I've always understood the difference between triatri and navaratri but i'm a little confused today because it seems that triatri and navaratri are going to be happening at the same time yes <laughs> not, not at the same time not at the same time is it i don't know exactly. look at the dates i don't think we have put triratri in the middle of navaratri um i i can i can speak to this yes. um so navaratri is starting march 22nd through the 30th Um the first Tree Ratri weekend we had scheduled for um beginning of May. 
So Triratri is going to be falling right after Navaratri. And then we'll have um, other uh, weekends throughout the year. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. I'm not going to say much. I'm just sitting here and looking at you and just feeling your presence and your love. It's wonderful to see uh, so many new faces. I welcome you too. And if there is too many new terms that you may have heard, what is this Triratri, what is Navratri, what is Bija Mantra, don't worry. You'll get to know it if you want to. Um, the main thing is keep it simple. Take out a little time every day in the name of that peace in your heart. Sit with it and also pay attention to the company you keep, what kind of people you talk to, what kind of people you give importance to in your life. Those things do make a difference. And you do have a choice to choose. I choose peace in my heart. That's all you need to say. There'll be no end to problems. Your problems are your loved one's problems or somebody else's or the, the world problem. There will be problems. And we are not born just to solve problems. The biggest problem is our separation from ourselves. Man has gone to the moon, yet is unable to cross the abyss that separates him from himself. So through our simple practices, through our um, constant reminder and creating, availing this space, this is what Ashram is here for you. This is what Babaji is here for you. And keep your goal high. Have a vision, have a dream to give something to the world that even after you're gone, it's being utilized. Thank you all. I know there is a um, community of Sonoma locals sitting and waiting in the temple. And last time I did it from the temple and it was very distracting for me. Uh, whether I look at the camera or I look at the people who are there or people on the screen. So I choose to give it from here. And after this, I will go down and say hi to everybody. Thank you so much. Let's all just take a moment to just pull our spine straight. Close your eyes. Lighten your mind. Relax the facial muscles, neck, shoulders, spine, soften the belly and get grounded. Oh, oh.
Watch the breath rising from the belly towards the heart. As you breathe out, attention coming back to the belly. With the next breath in, imagine a little expansion in your heart, thinking of the word peace, shanti. May the flame of that shanti, that peace, keep burning in your heart. May the light of the heart saturate your whole being. My prayers and blessings for your good health, the good health of your loved ones, happiness of all. Thank you all very much.